I'm walking along the river in Bridport. I'm just doing some shopping here and then heading off to Abbotsbury to have a look at that place in the castle. I'll say my after the five miles yesterday, which is fairly grueling and had to rush in places, which I don't like to do. My feet are actually hurting just from doing the shopping. Uh, they do have a waitrose here, but the waitrose is rather limited. It makes me hope for a makes you do the impossible, hope for a Marks and Spencers, and I'm not a fan of either shop, but interestingly, though it's miles out of town, well not miles, but it's a long schlep, Morrisons do a much bigger free-from range than Waitress, which is not what I expect. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, if you're going to Bridport, this this weekend is the Bridport Carnival. I don't know if I'm going to, get to see any of it because a lot of it is uh, parades in the evening and, of course, lovely bus service. And I don't really fancy walking back. So I don't know what to do. I'm half tempted to... Because on Sunday there's a torch-lit procession, which sounds all very wonderfully Wicker Man, um, to the beach at which point they set fire to the mat. No, I, I don't know what they do at the bit. Apparently dancing. But, yeah, it's... I'm half thinking of moving to Brit, the, the nearby campground, Brit Valley, I think it's called. Which I had a look on the way here, because the, the bus goes pa- directly past it. It's very convenient for the bus. But it's... Uh, right in the middle of a sort of uh, very touristy conurbation but uh, and uh, kind of like well it's like an overspill of Bridport I mean obviously West Bay seems to be kind of different but it's not it's part of Bridport but it's you know it's kind of like the Bridport Surmare seaside version and whereas Bridport itself is quite obviously quite quirky and portionati but not all of it obviously Morrison's and they have a little here and stuff like that it's uh, very, uh, yeah, th- there's a whole s- suite of very quirky, interesting shops, very hipsterish, all the way down South Street. Whereas if you go East Street and the other street, which I assume is West Street, but it could be East, could be a continuation of East Street, I don't know, uh, where you've got the waitress and all that, they're all kind of a bit more what you'd expect from anywhere, you know, the works, boots, super drug, blah, blah. But a lot of Superdog was closed, and a lot of the places were closed because of flood damage. They just had flooding here during the flash floods. The one that I think I managed to miss on Tuesday, there was warnings of flash flooding when we did that. And obviously, I'm trying to take my pack off. Obviously, when I. Oh, that's better got all my shopping with me and I'm, I'm feeling the pain and I don't to sit down and rest my feet but obviously the obviously stop saying obviously but yeah the um, you know I was I managed to skip it because I was on the bus at the time you know and so there was sort of storms early part of last week Monday, Tuesday I managed to miss most of them so I, I got the storm yesterday but that was a, that wasn't really a storm that was more of a mist 
and sort of rain, but it wasn't like a big flash flood like like that. It wasn't a big thunderstorm. Although I never saw any thunder and lightning, but yeah, it wasn't a big sort of deluge. It was more sort of mini deluge with wind whipping it into your face. And uh, obviously my very make-do plastic bag type Pac-a-Mac, the cheap one, doesn't really cut the mustard. And it just sounds like you're in a, you're sailing. It's flat, 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 flat. You're being deafened by flapping plastic. So yeah, that wasn't really a good part of it. But the rest of it was good last yesterday. Shame my feet are so fucked. Oh, they hurt. It started hurting when I was having. I had um, lunch here at the chip shop on that sort of. Uh, op- just opposite, I was nearby Waitrose, just opposite side, and um, yeah, it's uh, but it's, it's interesting the contrast. As you walk down South Street, you see all these sort of antique, but sort of cool antique, and barbers and you know hipster cafe type places, and it's all like, ooh, this is this is very hip and happening. Whereas, yeah, the main street is kind of very what you'd expect, very Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Can I just say one thing? Bournemouth. So yeah, it's it's uh, but it's it's a nice place, and I've got to come back here because I'm ordering a new battery because my other big battery has pretty much died. It's gone really weird. It was I, I got it to charge at the shop. The shop does charging a golden gap for two pounds, and it was charging from uh, something like. 10 o'clock to 7pm and it only half charged and that's for a supposed device that is it's doing weird shit like with with the solar as well um for a device for a device that's supposed to be fast charging and i was using a fast charger it's yeah i think it's on its way out well, i've dropped it too many times you shouldn't drop batteries kids don't drop batteries kids but um yeah i tried to avoid dropping it it's nice it's hard to do so um, it was in a bag or something, and it gets banged. But the yeah, so I don't know. It's a shame. I've had it quite a few years though. Um, so I've, I've done something I've never ever done before, which is order something on holiday. This could go very very wrong. Um, and I've ordered. Uh, interestingly, Amazon's app is so shit. Um, for this, you'd think that with you know, and I accidentally have Prime because I got the free the 99p Prime before I went and I forgot to cancel it. So I was like, well, I may as well utilise that. You know, get some of my money's worth. And then it find out that, oh, you know, little, you know, Chidduck Post Office, you know, the spa. No, you know, you select that. And he goes, this cannot be delivered to this location. Okay. You know, because I put in the whole location and it went, yes, we can deliver, you know, tomorrow to this, to this location. And then you say, okay, well, I'll put the holiday park in. I was going to ask, I was going to order it and then ask, it was a bit naughty, but I was going to say, well, okay, for, you know, you can you get, get, you know, keep some posts for me, I'm sure it would be fine, but, you know, it, you know I said, no, I was like, that's weird, and then I tried, uh, I thought, well, okay, Bridport then, and I tried the first Amazon locker, this locker is not working at this location, and I tried the other one, in fact, the one I went past today at Morrison's, which looked very functional for a non, for something that the app says, this, this, this is not functioning. I eventually chose a co-op one that worked. So I've got a kind of 15 minute walk outside of Bridford, Bridport tomorrow or Sunday because um, I've always collected it on the way out with all my shit. 
rather not because that would be a long schlep extra schlep with all my rucksacks so I would rather avoid that but it depends where you know where I end up you know if I end up in West Bay it's going to be something that I can maybe walk to or you know take a bus to so it's not really that much of a problem but yeah certainly I'm thinking about what to do on Sunday because I quite like the idea of sticking around here maybe an extra day um it really depends on my feet really depends on weather availability um as i said i don't think sundays but you've got this added thing of this carnival thing so maybe they are booked up over over the carnival i don't know i would expect a lot of people would go before, you know they've got jobs on monday so unless they've got the you know unless it's some kind of bank holiday i don't know about um and that's the one that's, that's end of august anyway uh, yeah, people will have to go. So, you know, I suspect there'll be some space. Not everyone can get work off on Mondays, you know, so... Um, because it goes quite late, unless you're a local. Unless you're a local, um... You know, it goes on till nine o'clock or something like that on the beach, so... You know, it's too late. Well, the procession, I think the procession, you can get torches from six and the procession starts at seven or eight or something, and then it goes on till nine plus, you know. So it's basically, you know, it's have a rave on the beach, and that's that must be more of a local thing. Um, well, I could easily walk back from East Bay to West Bay, it's a short distance. Um, whereas if I'm still staying at where I am now, not so convenient, so. You know, it, it really depends on how I get on tomorrow with... But then again, if I'm in West Bay, I could do the reverse walk. So, you know, it's not too far. So I might ask, um, find them up on tomorrow and see, or Sunday, and, and see if they've got any space. The default answer a lot of the holiday parks is no, uh, even though I can fit anywhere. And it's it's rather annoying, because there are... The camping and caravanning places do keep spaces for walkers, uh, the holiday parks don't, even though there's, you know, there's acres of space being wasted by someone awning or whatever, or even not being used at all. I mean, it's supposed to be completely, you only have five spaces left on Saturday, and I've got, I've got one of the last five spaces. We'll see what that looks like. I don't even think there's lots of space I could have easily squeezed into. Um, and that's why usually, you know, if you've got a small tent, it's not a problem to drop in on campsites. But that's traditional campsites and uh, camping and caravanning club sites. The holiday parks tend to be a bit more kind of, oh, well, someone's going to obviously want a car and obviously have five trillion kids and obviously, uh, you know, and suddenly have this big demarcation zone around each thing, you know, which is quite funny when I'm, I'm in a plot and this little tiny tent in it. It's like, you could fit ten of me in there. Well, we've got ten, but, you know. Um, but that's how they deal with that. They sort of, oh, well, that's the space. And so they they get, in quotes, booked up. But they're not really booked up because there's three-metre space around everything, you know, which you don't need for, you know, a small tent, you know. I mean, having done the park, you know, camping next to angry caravanners in... Corf Castle, I would say there is some there is some argument for separating caravan people from absolutely everyone because they are angry motherfuckers who are just a you know a real pain in the ass. I mean, you think they're bad on the roads, 
you should try them in a, in a camping and caravan park. Luckily, the people at the um, were 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 had were part of the ethos of the camping and caravan club. Were like, no, sorry, you're fine. You're all the reason we exist. We'll always be pro walker and defending me against the caravan people. But they were just like they had these massive cars and these massive motor you know motorhomes or caravans and and they expected to have like five trillion room you know and. You got upset at the slightest thing, and you're like, oh, you are twat, really, you are twat. Sorry if you're a caravaner, but seriously, the, my experience so far has not been good. You know, possibly worse than mobile home people. You know, because um, I've met some people who are staying in the mobile homes uh, back in, you know, in Preston, who were lovely. It was a very nice guy called Tony, who was very interested in what I was doing, and uh, he was quite cute as well, um, and he, you know, he was there with his, I assume, I think, fa- oh, his wife and family, and uh, was disabled, but he was using a stroller, on the strollers and whatever, and we chatted as I walked up to the get the bus out there about being an artist and things like that. So you know, they weren't all horrible. It's just you know, my experience in a lot of holiday parks has been um, the campers are fine, the you know, the caravanners are just. You know, no one likes the caravan people, and the mobile home people can be kind of like somewhere in between. <laughs> you know, they can be very standoffish or very friendly. It's very difficult to know. So, anyway, oh my god, thirty minutes, and I've got to try and get the bus to Abbotsbury. <laughs> I was having a rest, really. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice and beautiful. I, you know, I did some sort of interestingly funky sort of small independent-y type business stuff going on and some art stuff as well um, it's not really Folkestone level yet but you can see you can see some of it there there was a weird bit of art going up Golden Cap done, done in apparently in something to do with the local primary school I almost drew it thinking it was a natural um, wooden you know I was like that's such a strange shape for a, for a, you know, a fallen tree and I realised oh no it's Joined together, it's a sculpture. I was like, no, oh, I'm not interested now. <laughs> and I went into a gallery here, and I was like, the artist is there, she's talking about her work. And I was like, yeah, I better get out of here because I just looked, took one look in the work and went, oh dear. Sorry, artists can be very judgmental. <laughs> I was just like, no. Yes. I saw another one who's a guy who's doing uh, ink and scalpel drawings. Obviously, basically, from old photographs, or it looked like old photographs. They looked like old, kind of like uh, daguerreotypes. Uh, very realistic and incredibly hyper realistic. And he did abstract. The abstracts I really like. I was like, oh, they're ever interesting. The, you know, I assume he's doing the other stuff for sale, but it's obviously from a photograph. And, you know, my, I'm not a big fan of. People working from, you know, unless you it's somewhere you can't go to, um, or you can't draw, or you can't visit. I think working for photographs is just a bit shit uh, for an artist. I think you've got to go out there and experience the real thing because the real thing is always better. I learned that in the lockdown that the portraits I did 
the online you know the online stuff we tried to do with uh, live drawing and whatever it just wasn't the same as something three-dimensional because you get to know the person you got the personality of the person coming through you've got all this you know extra information you know as they move around and who they are are in that space about the thing in that space and it's much more than just you know oh have I got this line right and the shape and the form it, there's all this extra stuff which we pick up as artists all these extra things that we do um, it's not you know feelings and also you know interaction with the you know the subject you know whatever it is and and you know the passage of time so it's it's a lot more than just representation anyway I'll shut up now yes I don't like days like today when the vagaries of limited public transport get in the way of me doing work because by the time I finished in Bridport it was like two two-ish three and I was like oh I'll go up to Abbotsbury there are buses the buses going from Charmouth at sort of seven-ish so there must be buses coming back yes no <laughs> well kind of I mean not I mean I think the last one from Charmouth is something like close to eight whereas it turns out the last bust you can get for the for, for well it's not the Bridport part that's the problem you can get late later buses to Bridport what you can't get is the last for some strange reason the last bus towards Chidduck and Charmouth Way from Bridport leaves at 6 30 um and so what I should have done is done the Abbotsbury stuff first and then headed back though actually going through Bridport looked like the waitrose was shut at six o'clock maybe so yeah it's a because that's what I was thinking should I do you know, should I go to Abbotsbury first and come up? so I got to see the Abbotsbury uh, well, they call it Hillfort or Castle. Around around here, they, they're kind of calling castles, and you have expectations of stones, and that is, obviously that's why they've changed on the sign to say Hillfort because that's more accurate. Because I arrived and went, oh yes, it's that kind of castle, like Maiden Castle. So that's works. And I was about to do some work when I actually went, I'll just double check the timing, and I was like, ah, and suddenly so had to scramble down to the bus stop, which of course doesn't have a bus sign, which is always fun. Um, and then realised actually I just missed the one before but that there was another one and that was the last one and I had half an hour so I sat down and did a, a landscape through, <laughs> sitting on the ground looking through a um, I should have put it in the work really looking through a rusty gate because <laughs> that was the only place I could sit down and did did a piece in about twenty five minutes, or you know, it was really half an hour. But I actually stopped it just before, um, so I could wait for the bus. But I was like, I know if I stop and went and worked anywhere else, I would get so engrossed with it that I would miss the bus and then I'd be fucking stuck. Because you know, although it's short, it's probably a short walk from Bridport to Chidduck. It's just something I didn't want to do. My feet still hurt, so so you know, it's not like it takes millions of miles, but it's. It's a you know a fair few miles. It's a few miles, so it's you know it's like two. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's not two miles. It's maybe three or four. So you know it's 
not an impossible taxi journey or whatever. But as it's carnival time, it's Bridport, Bridport Carnival this weekend. Uh, yeah, I'd rather not rely on taxis during a carnival weekend. That might just disappear and not be available. So, yeah. So what I'm doing is heading back to Sea Town, Golden Cap. And I'll do some work around there. But and then get some food later but the thing is i think this has sealed my idea that the, the because of that vagaries of the bus the limited weirdly one-sided service of the x51 after britport that my next move is definitely going to be that way and within that sort of bus area so i'm thinking of sunday either go to West Bay or one of the ones I was considering before I made the jump all the way to Golden Cap and and the annoying thing is I knew this I did do this research and then forgot it (laughs) I did this research back in October and August last year I knew this stuff when when it happens like oh yes last bus Abbotsbury must get here early you know so yeah it's just it's the same gate again um, for all of you gate AMSR people exactly there's quite a lot of people camping in this field I wonder if it's a carnival or something um, yeah well, something nice is a lot of people camping in the other fields around um, no mobile home camping maybe to do with that but yes it's so i mean depending on the carnival it might be impossible to get a place in west bay but what as i said in the previous bit i would be surprised because um very few people are going to wait around until nine o'clock at night and then have a drive back home and pack up their tent uh, unless they've got the day off next day, you know. Which, so, the likelihood is people will come down on a Saturday and the Sunday daytime and then go home. Um, or, you know, if they're staying here for it, and go home and miss the torchlight procession, which is a bit that I'm interested in. And also the procession tomorrow. I might catch some of it, because I'm planning to walk that way. But obviously, because of all of this, I have to make sure I start early and not piss around on the campsite like I did and I have done the last couple of days so it's just frustrating because I wanted to do more work I wanted to get more stuff done and I, I was just about to do try and do something I've never managed to do before which is I was trying to paint the paint tumulize this is the thing um, Neolithic earthworks is an interest of mine but they're impossible to depict because it's just like lumps in the ground there's nothing <laughs> So most of the time there's nothing there, unless it's stones, you know. Um, but yeah, the sort of earthworks don't really do very much. Maiden Castle's probably big enough that you can, you could, you know, see something in it. But most of the time it's like, oh, look, it's a bump in the ground. And oh, look, it's a ditch. Right. But I was about to try and do a... But the thing is, I was being blasted by the wind, so I walked around the site trying to find somewhere that wasn't blasted by the wind. So I was thinking, oh, I was about to try and do a view from, a quick one, until I realised, oh, actually, not a good idea. 
because the last bus is in about 50 minutes. Well, then I thought it was 30 minutes and then realised it was a bit, you know, had a bit more time, but not much time. So, yeah, it's just... I don't think people realise how much... I mean, I, I, I guess they do realise that they, how much freedom they have with their cars. The problem is there's also so much you know, limitations and also planet, planet damage and green things with cars, I hate them but you know, I wouldn't drive I think I wouldn't drive now even if I could, I mean I learned three times or if, I did the test three times and failed three times but I do actually know how to drive I'm not very good at passing the test I know this because I did I did both I learned on both automatics and petrol cars, <sighs> diesel automatics and petrols geared, and you know I knew how to drive. I do know how to drive. I just then I just get too nervous for the test. And then it got to a point where I was like, I moved to London. And I was like, well, why? I don't like driving. I never liked learning. I didn't like driving. I just think it's horrible. So. Bring on the self-driving cars, I say. But even then, I would be unhappy with having a self-driving car unless it's somehow not like you know, like that. I was looking at the people opposite the bus stop who have a cottage right next to the road, and the road is a classic sort of Dorset motorway, so two-lane, but. You know, a car every second. That's pretty horrible to put on anyone. I'm not really happy about that. Anyway, I've got to go and do some work. I might post it's part of this or not. Probably do post the quick 30 minutes that I did. Else is a drawing in. Else is do a drawing in. A quick drawing as the bus, you know, similarly as the, I'm waiting for the bus in Bridport of the clock tower, which I might go and finish at some point, or I might not, it depends again if I get stranded in or have time in Bridport. But I have to pick up this Amazon thing, so I will plan to be in Bridport tomorrow uh, at some point. You know, what there? I mean, the, 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 the kiosk is 24 hours, so you know, I can get there whenever. So that's if it arrives. Uh, what I'll do it on Sunday when I go through. I'd rather not do that though. But yes, so hey, that's a lot busier now than the campsite. Obviously, maybe a lot of you are coming for the carnival. Anyway, speak to you soon. Addendum A windy hill above Sea Town on the way to Thorncombe Beacon the next day after but last night I after the bus sort of panic I decided to do some work on the beach and that's the image you can see in the details it's a graphite. I used to, I tried to use the non-water soluble graphite and got them mixed up, so I ended up using the water soluble graphite. Because the idea was to use the graphite and then lay over some 
watercolour and then it ended up being like, oh dear, it's all mixing in, it's a bit more darker than I thought. Um, but that's the Lyra, Lyra Water Soluble 9B. And there's another piece, an ink piece. It's going to be watercolour, but I just left it as ink of golden cap being less golden at, at night. But I got very cold. <laughs> I, you know, it was, you know, even with my fleece on, I got very cold on the beach, and so I sort of called it a day. I went and cooked some pasta in the dark, pretty much, or gloom. Um, that was alright, although I have to say Lloyd Grossman should stick to making television shows. His his uh his sauces are a bit crap. And they were were okay, but there were lots of lumps of vegetables in them and stuff. There was a bolognese, it was all I had in the spa shop at Chidiuk or Chidiuk. Um which annoyingly then I went to Bridport and thought well, I could have got it here, but actually the, the nice mushroom sauce that I got from M&S Oh I know posh Well the thing is if I'm fucking slumming it Which I am Then I take nice food I'm not going to have bargain budget food if, if, if the avoidance if The whole point is to avoid spending money on pub meals Which I've, I've done bar one Very good I had a fish and chips yesterday But I've been very good at not, not eating out Um then make sure it's tasty and nice and not shit. So uh, I've been sort of upscaling the food options where I can. I mean, Bridport really needs them. Doesn't seem to have Eminet. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised the little Waitrose, and it was very little really for Waitrose. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have. All they had was tomato sauces. All tomato sauces, like Dolmio, their own. It's all the same stuff. So, you know. But I really had, there was very nice. What I got in uh, M&S in Weymouth is this mushroom pasta sauce. It's really lovely. But I'm not, it doesn't seem like Waitrose or either of or small Waitrose uh, copied it. And I've got far too much pasta now. <laughs> so I might need to get some more sauce. Because <laughs> I, I, I went to Morrison's and got this box of pasta gluten-free pasta because again Waitrose only had the fusilli and I can't stand fusilli I can get fusilli at the spa here I don't like the texture but the yeah so and then there's like five minutes oh that's alright and I was like I poured it into the bag because it was the box was going to fall apart in about five seconds and it was like oh crap I've got a lot of pasta <laughs> so I better like pasta but yeah I've been partly here just eating lots of things trying to re- replace them but also just kind of reducing how much crap I have to carry and still the camping gas goes on <laughs> it's like really you know, it's a lot lighter than it was which is good but still it's like of all the you know, anyway so I'm going to post this episode I have to say last night and this morning is this uh, I don't know. I think after Golden Cap and the drenching I got there, and then yesterday's sort of bus chaos, um, which means that I'm going to try and move, to, as I said, 
uh, the other side of Bridport, so I've got the at least got the seven o'clock-ish buses. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hit a wall. I'm not totally sure why. Kind of, uh, why am I doing this? Kind of depression wall. Uh, there are a couple of reasons for that. Some personal, but yeah, I'm not totally sure what that was about. What is about? We'll find out. I have some idea. <laughs> I mean, the idea of this is to try and expand this into. Though I need to be shorter episodes, seriously. Um, expand this into a sort of a bigger thing where I travel around and do stuff <laughs> you know and and so it's not just trying to sell the works it's sort of a bit like an artistic travel guide that's the idea I'm not sure it's working so well as I'd like certainly I need to refresh my old research <sighs> but I will be back to Abbotsbury especially when I'm going to move hopefully that way if not then it will cut the holiday short I can't imagine there's nowhere I can stay tomorrow night but we'll see and um, yeah and also I want to go back to uh, St. Gabriel's Chapel, the ruined chapel probably not over Golden Cap I think I found ways from inland that are not so scary well it's not really scary it's just I just don't really want to walk over Golden Cap again <laughs> you know done that <laughs> it's one of those things you do and you go oh I've done that okay that's good tick I don't think I'll do that again which in a way it's a bit sad but it's kind of it's that kind of walk where it's like yeah I'd rather not do this again but it's not so horrible like it's oh my god but it's like just a bit too <sighs> a bit too uh, exhausting to do and it's not really there's some some interesting stuff up there but it's not apart from the chapel which is on the other side anyway there's not really much up there but you can totally see why they call it Golden Cap because today when the sun shines on it you actually see a sort of an orange yellow the, the, sort of the, the earth at the top is an orange yellow I'm sure the geologists will tell you why but yeah that's why I assume but that's, I mean, it's the obvious obvious answer that it's got a golden cap it's, it's got this sort of yellowish just sort of orangish top to it so anyway I'll shut up this is going to be another long podcast sorry I'm stop apologising for that and try and make them shorter or more frequent one of the two um, but this one got delayed because of the I hadn't taken pictures of the work from last night and I hadn't taken pictures of the work from the bus which was going to be the episode artwork but then I decided to do the uh, the image of the dinghy on Seatown Beach which by the way it says it, says, it looks like it says 8 uh, is it 9-8 uh, 9 8, nine, eight. Hmm. Hmm. 
it's actually upside down, so it's WH Weymouth. And then same round, so it's palindrome and that bit, but but yes. I'm fascinated by that by that dinghy. There are a couple of dinghies on the beach like that. So anyway, I'll speak to you soon.